0: Why is it full atonement? Because it was a spotless lamb. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect sacrifice. That's why it's full atonement. We made the joke earlier. But um, talking about the depth of how far the atonement that is supplied reaches. It, it is full. It goes to the depths of our mm-hmm. depravity. It goes to the depths of our heart. that needs. We need that spotlessness. We need that cleansing. And it's only the Lamb of God that can provide that. Welcome to Sing the Word, a podcast that explores and promotes gospel-centered, biblically-rich congregational songs for the Church of Jesus Christ. Uh, this is Nathan Murphan, and I've got... Joshua Roberts. Lanzarado.
1: Rachel Nodnagel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're going to be talking about another congregational hymn. Uh, we wanted to touch on some older hymns. We've done a lot of newer uh, modern hymns so we wanted to take some time to make sure we're hitting um, some of our oldies as well and this is a fantastic hymn um, some people have titled it man of sorrow is what a name because that's the first line but most people recognize it as hallelujah what a savior by Philip bliss um let's see here how about Josh you start with verse one we'll do one two three four five makes sense
2: okay No, but okay. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, gotcha.
0: You got one and four. All right, here we go.
2: Man of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim, hallelujah, what a Savior.
1: Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned, he stood, sealed my pardon with his blood, hallelujah, what a Savior.
0: Guilty, vile, and helpless, we spotless lamb of God was he,
2: full atonement can it be, hallelujah, what a savior. He was lifted up to die, it is finished was his cry, now in heaven exalted high, hallelujah, what a savior.
1: When he comes, our glorious king, all his ransomed home to bring, then anew this song will sing, hallelujah, what a savior.
0: Very cool. That verse four, Josh, yours which which version do you which version do you have? I've got lifted up was he to die. He was lifted up to die. He was
2: lifted up to die. I'm looking at hymnary. So mm-hmm. they I'm they also looking at
1: hymnory.
2: Yeah. Got it, they pulled it out of the Psalter hymnal, but Psalter. Um the Baptist hymnal it would have it would have said uh, Lifted yeah, Up was he to die. Lifted up was he to die. Cool. Okay. Also, um blameless in verse three. Oh and spotless. Spotless. Um Two mm. different words there. I like spotless better. But that's just and my full atonement, can it it be mm-hmm. um, instead some of these other ones say sacrifice to set us free? I guess mm. they're the ones that believe in limited atonement, huh? They mm. don't want to say full atonement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's full atonement, I can tell you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Let's oh, just uh, focus on. Here up. we go.
0: <laughs> we already have to, Anyways. Let's talk about the verses of the hymn and not Calvinism, Arminianism. <laughs> just for one. Here well we that go.
1: first line, man of sorrows, makes me think of Isaiah fifty-three, three. And it says, He was mm-hmm. despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, mm. and we esteemed him not.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very stark language, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. It was Isaiah 53. Mm. What a name. Yeah. You, you think about the world looking inwardly on Christianity, or you think about empires and, you know, the Roman Empire looking on Christians, and why would they exalt and worship a king who died on a cross and they claim was resurrected you know just thinking mm-hmm. about that like th- this is a this is a an exclamation by all kinds of people in the world like the savior we worship was a man of sorrow was acquainted with grief mm-hmm. he suffered he bled he was crushed by the will of his father um it's a very very stark theme. yeah
2: and and to keep going with that isaiah 53 um verses 4 and 5, where it talks about how he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows. Um, you know, um, he was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, but also he was pierced for our transgressions, mm-hmm. crushed for our iniquities.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: For the Son of God who came ruined
0: sinners to reclaim. That's Love what that. I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Seek and—I s- was thinking of— uh Luke 19, um, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Mm -hmm. So he came. He came for that very purpose, um, to reclaim um, sinners.
1: That line ruined sinners. I think that Mm -hmm. word is really important, um, especially when we're talking about the atonement. Because um, I think growing up in church, it was very much like jesus died for you mm-hmm. jesus loves you jesus and then you move you. on yeah. with your day but like there wasn't a whole lot of emphasis at least in the circles that i was in on the fact that like sin has ruined me like mm-hmm. there's no fixing
0: right. when it,
1: if it's up to me there's no fixing this like i am ruined
0: right the 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 depth of reasoning for the for yes. why christ Taking why a did jesus to have to come to become to, a man, to die, mm-hmm. to rise again. Well
1: Taking a moment to dwell on the fact that, like, my sin put him there. Right. It wasn't just, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Okay, mm-hmm. bye. We'll see you next week, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
2: Very much so, yeah. Yeah, that word ruined reaction. has a similar effect as what, like, the word wretch does yes. in Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. It just helps us to remember how desperate we are in mm-hmm. need of our Savior. The uh,
0: Isaac Watts hymn, Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my sovereign die. Uh,
2: for such a worm. For mm-hmm. such a worm as I. I have skipped a yeah. line there, but yeah, for such a worm as I. Yeah, yeah some of the hymnals don't use that word anymore. Mm-hmm. For s- such a wretch as I is actually what some of, them say, some of them, them say, that still the same concept.
1: We have that same kind of theme in verse 2 as well, if we're ready to move on to verse sure. 2. Sure, sure. Uh, but bearing shame and scoffing rude in my place... Condemned, he stood. So focusing on this is this is my mess that I created. Mm-hmm. Um, yet he is he is washing it clean, white as snow, like Isaiah tells us. Um, I was reminded of a line of um, from Alistair Beggs, Truth for Life. I can't remember. It's it's a daily devotional, and I can't remember which day it's from. But I wrote it down when I read it. Um, I probably about a year ago. But mm-hmm. Alistair Begg says Jesus bore a punishment that would have destroyed me. Mm. And just to sit and think about that, like, not only would it have destroyed me, yes, but like, I, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Like, yeah. I don't have the capacity to do what he did. And so mm-hmm. just dwelling on, in my place, condemned he stood, um, that that would have destroyed me.
0: Yep. I mean, that those three words, in my place, mm-hmm. is a very, very important. They're, they're simple words, but very important theologically of, of talking about the doctrine of, of penal substitutionary atonement. And I have a lot place. of
1: scripture about penal substitutionary atonement. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, I thought of three. I I could have written down more. But um, 1 John 2, 2, he is the propitiation for our sins um, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Colossians 2, 13 through 15. It's a little bit longer, but it's mm-hmm. important. 3.18, for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh that made alive in the spirit.
0: Very good. Yeah. Bearing shame and scoffing rude. It's well, interesting. Older language.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sealed. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Sorry.
1: I was just going to say that also goes back to Isaiah 53. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Isaiah 53 is all throughout this whole hymn, actually. Yeah,
0: very much so. Mm-hmm sealed my pardon with his blood
1: Ephesians 1: 7 in him we have the redemption through mm-hmm. his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace yeah
0: one thing I noticed I think it was for another song we were searching through I can't remember but it was it had the word pardon in it um I looked up in my ESV Bible app and pardon is actually not at least for ESV not mentioned anywhere the word pardon in the New hmm. Testament. It's all Old Testament references. Let me mm. let me confirm myself because I, I really, yeah, pardon, yeah, only Old Testament, which is interesting. Um, that, that let's use anyways, but uh, sealed my pardon. So talking about you know what you just said, uh, Rachel sealed um, bought me back, um, sealed me with His own blood. There's there's a purchasing with that word pardon that we hear very much of in in New Testament uh, texts. So guilty, vile, and helpless we. Man, we've we've hit a couple (laughs) songs that are very much very similar to that. Like in His mercy is more, He welcomes the weakest, the vilest, the poor. Or Rock of Ages, Um, that word naked come to the naked, (laughs) helpless. Uh, Foul, you know, those words. Foul to
1: the fountain.
0: Mm -hmm. That kind of reminds me of those other hymns.
1: Yeah, I like this contrast. I'm sorry I'm talking so much. No, it's (laughs) (laughs) okay. okay. But I like this contrast from um, were we and then was he so guilty. Um, Mm -hmm. Mine that I have in front of me says guilty, helpless, lost. But um, I do like that word vile. I think that strong language is definitely warranted. And then blameless Lamb of God was He. This contrast of our mm-hmm. fallenness with Christ's perfection.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah, the guilt, the vileness, the helplessness, and then contrasting that with the spotless. spotless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is even more Perfect. direct yeah. and um, blameless. I, I like that, but I, I really like the spotless. Um,
1: I like spotless better too. too. Yeah,
2: and that's that's what Philip Bliss actually wrote. It
1: makes me think of uh, Genesis 22. Mm -hmm. Um, Abraham and Isaac, that Mm -hmm. God would provide a lamb. And I think I've talked about that in other episodes, but I always come back to that passage. Well, that's just the
0: Levitical principle. (laughs) You know, you had to provide the spotless um, lamb
2: without blemish. I was reading last night in, of all things, Leviticus uh, chapter (laughs) 9, and it was talking about the spotless lambs Mm -hmm. that they had to have for these. uh, So I think that that word is important.
0: And it dives into... Why is it full atonement? Because it was a spotless lamb. Mm -hmm. It was a perfect sacrifice. That's why it's full atonement. We made the joke earlier, but um, talking about the depth of how far the atonement that is supplied reaches, it it is full. It goes to the depths of our depravity, it goes to the depths of our heart that needs, we need that spotlessness. We need that cleansing. And it's only the Lamb of God that can provide that. Hallelujah. I have a a few
1: more verses to read. Romans three twenty three I believe through 26. I just didn't write that part. Um, but it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace mm-hmm. as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forth as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. Mm-hmm. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. So that just that's what he has done through his spotless lamb.
0: Yes. Anything else on verse 3, guys? Okay, let's go to verse 4 then. Lifted up was he to die. It is finished was his cry, now in heaven exalted high. I love that uh, that that brings into the exaltation of Christ. I mean, you could you could say, well, it says now in heaven, so I guess it is specifically about the ascension of Christ, but you could you could also say exalted high is referring to the resurrection too, but probably just saying in his finished was his cry, he's done the work, now he's in heaven. He's our savior, he's our god man at the right hand of God.
1: Hebrews 1:3, he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. And then this part right here, after mm-hmm. making purifications, purification for sin, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on
0: high. He sat down, mm-hmm. finished work. He didn't need done. to stand anymore. He's mm-hmm. He sat down. I love that. It is just finished was his cry. <clears throat> Lifted up was he to die. So back in John 3, when he's talking to Nicodemus, when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, he, he brings the, um, the illustration from um, Numbers, where it, uh, the story of um, the Isra- Moses, the Israelites, and the the serpent being lifted up onto the, the 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 pole in the wilderness, and all who would look to it would be healed from the uh, serpents that God sent in their midst because of their complaining. Yeah, what's here? It is with uh, John three thirteen. Um, no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Mm. And as Moses was lifted up, uh, or excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> Moses wasn't lifted up. And as Moses lifted, lifted up the up. serpent in the wilderness, <laughs> there we go, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. And then we get to John 3.16 right after that.
2: Yeah, and you know, I, I can't help but think, ugh, some people, times people misquote this verse, but um, what it actually is saying is what what's being said here. Uh, John 12, 32, And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times people say, well, if you lift up Jesus in praise, then he'll draw people to himself. That's not what the context of the verse is. It's what's being said right here. Lifted up was he to Mm -hmm. die. It is finished was his cry. Because the very next verse talks about he said this to show what kind of death he was going to die. Um, and it, it, it uh, again, reminds me of Philippians 2. I know I've quoted that already today, but it was a different episode, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, it talks about how um, Christ uh, put himself aside, more or less. Right. And because of that, uh, <clears throat> God has exalted him to the highest place and given him the name that is above every other name. Right so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of yeah. God the Father. Not and that, just exalted, but exalted high. High, mm-hmm. high mm-hmm. and lifted up, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, now in heaven, exalted high, hallelujah, what a Savior.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. Any other thoughts on verse verse 4?
1: thought of um, Revelation 5 um, yeah. when... Uh, I'll just read it, mm-hmm. and rather than trying to give my own commentary. <laughs> Five, twelve, through thirteen, saying with a loud voice, "Worthy is the Lamb who is slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing." Those are a whole lot of words, yeah, and I heard ev- be, yeah. exactly. And there's still, yeah. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the in the sea and all that is in them, saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, "Be blessing and honor and glory." And might forever and ever. So everything that exists has been and still is praising the Father and the Son mm-hmm. the
0: throne. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Now we get kind of a
2: applicability or a future looking. So you always have to do a key change right before the last verse. No, August. you don't. Yes, you do, because <laughs> then you get to the "When He Comes, Our Glorious King." It's got to have a little lift right before that. I just—I <laughs> was just going to so.
0: say, when you said that, what key were you singing that? Well, you start—you
2: start in B flat <laughs> and, and you, go you go up to C, and uh, let everyone C really Major. yell it out. Real All high the white keys with the "Hallelujah." <laughs> it's got to be real high. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, it, this triumphant. Yeah, last verse, I love it, when he comes, our glorious king, all is ransomed home to bring, then anew this song we'll sing, hallelujah, what a Savior. And that's when he's glorified, and um, we say hallelujah, what a Savior for all of the things that he suffered in, mm-hmm. all of the, the things that he's uh, given us, um, the forgiveness, the full atonement, the the pardon, um, we sing hallelujah, what a savior for all of that. But this, this right here, the exalted, highly lifted up King of Kings and Lord of Lords, hallelujah. What
1: I love song. that a lot of older hymns will end with, the, with their last verse being focused on the return of Christ. So mm.
0: or heaven. Maybe, and yes, yeah.
1: yeah. The future, mm-hmm. what yep. we have in Christ, um, e- eternity, mm-hmm. um, that future glorification. Yes.
2: Well, that's the goal. That's what we're yes. all towards. I just love that they end towards. like that. <laughs> Yeah, and so it reminds <laughs> us of I that. Too. It it does. In fact, I had someone say one time to me, um, why do all the hymns talk about heaven? Well, because that's the point of it all, you mm-hmm. know, where we're going to go and everything will be made right. Well,
1: and I think right. a lot of times hymns will focus on trials that we experience. Yes. Um, you know, I think of it as well, you mm-hmm. know, um, the, the trials that we face, you know, various sin, um, tragedy. Mm-hmm. We need the reminder of eternity. We mm-hmm. need, yeah. that's what even we cling well. to. even him yes. as
0: well ends with it's, the, speaking yes. of it as Trump well, shall resound, the, the Lord shall
2: descend. <laughs> the same guy that wrote this song, Hallelujah, wrote the music to, um, mm-hmm. yes. it as well. We'll talk yeah. about old bliss boy in a minute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you were in just, just in revelation five. So I'm going to read that again. Yeah. Um, Revelation 5 verse 9, and they sang, the the elders around the throne, and they sang a new song saying, worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and by your blood you Uh, ransomed ransomed. people Mm -hmm. for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God and they shall reign on the earth.
2: Can we just take a minute to think about that triumphant moment? And compared to, and they spat in his face and struck mm-hmm. him with their fists. Mm-hmm. Bearing shame him. is scoffing rude. Yeah, yeah the contrast. Uh, it, the contrast there. And I mean, it gives it makes me a little weepy to think about um, this high and lifted up king um, doing mm. that for, for all of us for, mm. for, and for obedience to, to his father. Yes.
0: I love the word anew and it just it's kind of just an older word then anew this song will sing hallelujah we've been saying it this whole time but as they just said in That's revelation 5, again, five nine it's and they sing a new song sing mm-hmm. and they sing a new song sing because mm-hmm. his glory can't be expounded it, it, mm-hmm. it's there's always new <laughs> ways mm-hmm. to express the same truth the same reality of god of his christ of his holy spirit then anew this song will sing hallelujah what a savior! The word anew reminds uh, reminds me of Praise to the Lord. Ponder anew mm-hmm. what the Almighty can do. We thought we when we were trying to think of a title for this podcast that was one. Ponder anew was was
2: a. I'm glad we titled. didn't do that. One. I
0: love that. <laughs> I loved it. Ponder anew, and then also uh, I
1: think it requires a little bit more explanation. It does.
0: <laughs> you have you have to only the, you, you know it if you know it kind of thing. You know it if you were the, yeah, anyways. <laughs> you know if what we're, or the let the Amen. I thought that was a cool title. Why don't
1: you tell us about the history of Mr. Bliss? Yeah, let's
0: talk about.
2: (laughs) Okay, so so he, um, Philip Bliss, uh, was a hymn writer. He he wrote a lot of different hymns. He um he actually began kind of his musical career and stuff um, by by teaching music. He would travel around and and try to uh, teach children and people music. Um, But he was recognized by D.L. Moody, um, and Moody um, tried to encourage him to go into a a full-time music ministry instead of just doing this kind of on the side and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Singing evangelist? Yeah, a singing evangelist. Mm -hmm. So he was linked up, and I don't remember now. Uh, Oh, yeah, it was uh, (laughs) Whittle. Whittle, huh?
0: Oh, that's after. Go ahead. Yeah. What, who, who? Ira Sankey. That's that's a deal Moody's musician. Yeah, Moody
2: and Sankey were linked mm-hmm. up. But um, Bliss was linked up with an evangelist called uh, Whittle, Daniel W. Whittle. It's a funny word. Um, last name, I like that. But um, anyways, like they, they had some successful crusades that went throughout uh, uh, the United States. But he wrote this particular song. It's the last song that we know of that he wrote. And um mm. it's kind of tragic how how he how he died. I, w- I will say this first, um, this song about a month before he died was sung to prison inmates. Um, and I, I think and, and they they wept and they wept and they, mm. they actually there were um, conversions because of this song people gave their their life to the Lord Very
1: cool.
2: and, and I think wow. it's because of the fact that, it talks about what Christ did for us. And, and you know, man of sorrows, my what a name. Mm-hmm. That is his name. He's the man of sorrows. And, yes, he was the man of sorrows in my place. So he, um, he conducted a service for inmates in Michigan, and um, this was sung there, and many prisoners um, confess faith in Christ as their Savior. Um, but he died just a month after that, and uh, it was a train wreck actually, because he was doing some traveling to to try to um do do more of the the uh, crusades and the evangelistic campaigns that he was mm. doing. Um, but he and his wife, I think, um, died together on that that train wreck. So mm-hmm. so it, it, he got he to go like home 30, and thirty the thirty eight, was that his death age? Yeah, it was very young. Mm-hmm. Um he got to go home and, and see the realization of that last verse mm. very quickly. <laughs> you know. yeah. Um about
0: you know, you're talking about the last verse. Let's talk about the the text one more time. I just love how obviously it repeats at the end of every verse. Hallelujah, what a savior. But that the purpose of this hymn, he's expounding that idea of 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 savior, the depths of one who came to save, come to and come to ransom like how how is that described um, in the Bible how is that for us how is that an amazing thing something worth saying hallelujah over mm-hmm. um, and we get he just he takes these little snippets it's just three lines per verse before he says hallelujah what a savior and does that you know five times um, he's the man of sorrows he bore our shame he he, he endured um, scoffing, he stood in our place. He was the spotless lamb. He provides full atonement. He finished the work, and then he's coming back to bring us home.
2: So talk a little bit about the um, the tune.
0: Yeah. So what's something that's interesting about this song, um, if you've sung it before in church, maybe, maybe you're hearing this hymn and have never sung it before. Um, the last um, note of the verse after singing the triumphant hallelujah what a savior so that that rests nicely but that's actually not ending it's an imperfect cadence it doesn't end like on the root so if it were to ending on the root it would go back up or do something to hallelujah what a savior it'd go back up to that or it'd it, the melody would probably be reconstructed really? honestly yeah. it would probably wouldn't sound like it would um so it's interesting that a, a song ends on the fifth, the fifth scale degree scale rather degree. than you know the one you know you think we were just you think of any hymn you sing i mean like it, it is well, it is well with my soul. On the one. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, just any—you pick any any song. We're gonna, it's going to end on the one most of the time. This is a very different hymn in that way.
2: I think he did it for kind of the same reason that sometimes um, contemporary composers will end something on the fourth or the fifth, you know, and they, it leaves you hanging.
0: Oh, the, I, the I, chords. Yeah, yeah.
2: I really think he did it because it helps you to hurry up and want to get back to this next verse. Because this... Mm-hmm. this song um, it it is very I don't know it, it has to be sung very meditative like and mm-hmm. slowly slow and, yes. and thinking through the the and that's why it, it I think it's good to to try and get some rich harmonies on it too um but um it it does it helps you to get back into the song again but I always feel like that at the end because of the way that it's written that I have to do, Hallelujah, what a Savior. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do it about three or four more times. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes me just want to keep singing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, that's why true. he wrote it that way.
0: Yeah,
2: it progresses through the whole text. of the, These of musicians the know what they're doing. hmm
0: <laughs> Very good. Any other things you want to say, mention? All right. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Thank you. Philip Bliss, for writing this beautiful hymn. We can uh, we can sing it today. It's stood the test of time, and I think it's a song that the church should keep singing, definitely. Listeners, thank you for joining in on this episode. Uh, we hope that it was helpful. Uh, continue to join in. Uh, we uh, really hope that this is an edifying, encouraging, enlightening, <laughs> whole bunch of words with the letter of E that starts at the beginning of it. But, um. <laughs> You're such a dork. I am such a dork. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Keep listening and we'll come with more episodes. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Sing the Word. If you're enjoying the content of this podcast, please subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast platform. Feel free to leave us a good rating, too. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and other platforms as well. If you've got songs, questions, or discussions you'd like for us to explore in future episodes, please email those to singtheword316 at gmail.com. Again, that's singtheword316 at gmail.com. As we continue to improve and expand our platforms for this podcast, We'll be sure to keep you posted on things to come, Lord willing. Again, thank you for listening. Grace and peace.